Welcome to the New Swingers Podcast, the only podcast in the world specifically created for and focused on couples who are new to or curious about the swinger lifestyle. It is for audiences of those age 18 years and older. And though we give our opinions, we are not therapists or mental health professionals, and our opinions are simply our own. So here's the deal. Lots of couples new to the swinger lifestyle have a lot of questions, and they're often nervous or feel insecure. Our mission is to help you answer all of those questions so you can explore the swinger lifestyle comfortably at your own pace and make your sex life sizzle. Our voices have been changed to protect our identities and any email questions of yours that we read will be addressed anonymously to protect your identity as well. And a lot of you ask about wanting to see what June looks like because she sounds so hot. Well, she is hot. And here's how you can see what she looks like. This hot, sexy, gorgeous, former church preschool teacher turned hot swinger wife. Just click the first link in the show notes to check out June's OnlyFans page. You'll get unlimited access to hot, daily, uncensored glimpses of her and her gorgeous 32 D pierced nipples. She gets pretty crazy on there. Just click the first link in the show notes. Welcome back to the New Swingers Podcast. I'm John. And I'm June. And today we're going to be discussing your New Swingers Q&A. You all often send us uh, emails, and we like to address them, answer them. And here's something important to remember. We've said this on the podcast quite a few times, but uh, we're fairly new to the lifestyle mm-hmm. ourselves. And uh, so, you know, within the past year at the time of this recording, and so we don't claim to be uh, experts or anything no. in the lifestyle. However, we have been married almost two decades, yeah. very happily. And so, you know, we do come from a place of, knowing what it takes to communicate and get through issues and uh, not just stay married, but stay happily married. Yeah, and absolutely. Then, yeah, and so then we uh, stumbled upon this uh, swinger thing. I thought, hey, why don't we just document <laughs> our journey? That'd be kind of, of a fun project. Yeah. And then just talk about what we know or what we're learning along the way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, if you've heard any of the other episodes, you know that we've uh, – we've it's been a roller coaster ride. But Yes, it has. But we're good. Yep. I mean, nothing's nothing's been like devastating or nothing we can't get past. We actually learned a lot more about ourselves and each other, about ourselves and about each other. And uh, just, I think one of the biggest benefits is just learning who I really am, you learning who you really are, yeah, and us learning who each other really is or are, whatever that would be, <laughs> and learning to just accept each other for the things we like and enjoy. Or yeah. that we discover we like and enjoy. I think a lot of couples maybe uh you know, they they'll they'll maybe take what what their partner they come to find out they like and they might think, Oh well, am I not good enough? Like am I not good enough? Is that why you want that or you like that? Well, I don't think it always has to have to do with like a lack. I don't think uh our desires or our sexual desires have to come from a place of lack or something you know that we're not getting from our partner uh, that could be the case but not always because we weren't lacking but okay but you you don't you don't have four dicks growing out of you at once uh, that's a, <laughs> that's a true I'm just saying fucking statement i do not have four dicks <laughs> i would be the uh, highest paid porn star in the fucking world if i did but can you explain what you mean by that well because and and i would just also say too like when we when we first started it, this all, like I wasn't in, I didn't want to try anything with any other guys. Like I just wanted to explore my bisexuality and 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 
realizing that's really truly who I am. And so I, I started out with only playing with girls, like, cause I didn't really have any desire to play with guys. But now here we are. Gosh, what since just been what eight, nine months? So nine months. And now I'm like, you know, I think it'd be really cool to try like, like a, um, I'm going blank on what it's called. A gangbang. A gangbang. There we go. <laughs> like, I'd like to try that sometime with, you know, with with John and three other guys. Well, again, you're not, you don't have four dicks, so you can't. I do not. <laughs> you can't do that for me. So am I lacking? Is Am I not enough for you? No. Because I don't have three more dicks growing out of my forehead. No. Or wherever else they might no. grow out of. <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, okay. So, well, and the fact that I I love playing with you and another beautiful woman mm-hmm. at the same time having a threesome i love that um yeah it's not that you're not enough but you're not two women you're yeah. one woman yeah and it's not that you're not I enough can't, it's just, i can't give you a double blowjob because <laughs> yeah, you don't have two mouths i don't have two mouths and two tongues and if you did that sounds like something off of like an alien movie remember the arnold schwarzenegger movie from back in the 90s total recall I don't know if you saw it. Cause, I don't know. Well, he goes to Mars, right? He's on Mars. And there's this one alien chick. And she has three boobs. She has big <laughs> boobs like you. And June has like 32 double Ds. And so, uh, if you don't know. Triple have, triple D according to Victoria's Secret, though. Yeah. Just saying. If you want to see him, just click on that first link in the show notes. And you'll go to her OnlyFans. And you can see them uncensored, pierced, <laughs> and hot. And uh, <laughs> by the way, she just took some... Today she'll be posting up on our new one of our new four wheelers we just bought out in the woods. Yes, she just started taking clothes off. And I'm like, shit, I married the right woman. <laughs> yeah, when to- you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, when Total Recall that movie, there's this lady with three boobs, hmm. you know, and uh, it's like, wow, what's better than two? Three. But it was weird looking because I've never seen that before. So no, I do not have four dicks. You do not have two mouths and two tongues. Two mouths. You yeah. can't give me a solo double blowjob. <laughs> But there are other things out there that we can't do for each other just by the nature of what we are. But that doesn't mean they're not exciting. Yeah. Or that they wouldn't be fun. It has nothing to do with like, you're not good enough for me or I'm not fulfilled with you. Now, I think, again, everyone's relationship is different. I think people who don't communicate how they actually are because they're maybe afraid or ashamed um, and you get like both people doing that in a relationship, mm-hmm. that's probably the one that's going to suffer because yeah. both people, one or both people have desires they want to experience and fulfill, fantasies, kinks, whatever. It's just how they are. Mm-hmm. But then they're not. They're going unfulfilled. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's one big reason that people's relationships start to fall apart or sometimes it might just be the final nail in the coffin. Yeah. And so, well, and we, we always say, like, if you already have issues, like, obviously, this is not something you want to try because it could really just, like he said, put the nail in the coffin if you're already having problems. Yeah. If you're already having problems, especially if it has to do with like sex or ego or fidelity. Fidelity. Yeah. Uh, I was, um, was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I, I mean, not to say there's not 
situations that could work, but yeah, that that's probably a really shaky bridge to walk across. I think so. So maybe deal with that stuff first. But um, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, just in this in this podcast, you know, we, we're just documenting our journey and um, yeah, what we learn along the way. And you all are sending us questions, which we love. By the way, if you want to send us questions, simply email us at newswingerspodcast at gmail dot com. Newswingerspodcast at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. There's a link in the show notes as well. And uh, send us your question. If we don't know the answer, uh, we can ask some of our other friends who have maybe been in the lifestyle longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, a lot of our advice is based on our our very productive, successful, almost two decade long marriage. Yeah. Um, even if it's not swinging in particular, um, it, I think we'd be hard pressed to like not have something to say, uh, whether it's lifestyle or not. Because even if there's an issue someone has in the lifestyle, it usually has to do with fear. Or lack of communication, mm-hmm. or you know things that we actually know about. You yeah. Know, whether you know, de- de- depending on whatever act it is or isn't, doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, the root cause of a lot of issues in lifestyle are issues that I, I think we're pretty good at dealing with, or you know, we've learned from other people. So, yeah, send us an email. Oh, you know, what we should do a podcast on mm, sometime. <clears throat> is the bad reviews? <laughs> That we got. I, oh. I started reading through those the other day, and I was like, what? No. <laughs> yeah. So as of right now, by the way, you guys are awesome. I think we have, what, about 120 or more uh, reviews on Apple Podcasts. Yes. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you so much. And there's quite a few reviews, too. You know, ratings, reviews. Um, by the way, if you haven't done that yet, right now, take three seconds. Go take three seconds right now while you're listening. Scroll down. And click those stars. If you think it's a five-star podcast, feel free to click the five stars um, and leave a review. Do that. And when we say leave a review, just look at look at our journey and what you've heard from us. Yeah. And just comment with, like, what kind of value you've gotten out of it. Or if, if we've helped you in some way, uh, just say what that was because other people will relate to it and they could possibly be helped mm, by it. Exactly. Well, that and that and, and also just lets us know kind of like how we're doing, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, we're just we're doing this for us, number one, yeah. as a, a little journey project. But mm-hmm. two, we thought if we can just help people along the way, why not? So yeah. if we can be more on point for you, that helps us. But yes, um, <laughs> out of those 120 rating plus ratings and then the, the large amount of reviews, I don't know how many there are now, written reviews. Yeah, there's five or six. Um, I think, which is pretty good with that many. The, you're always going to have a, a percentage of people who just hate your guts no matter what you do. I mean, there are people who hated Mother Teresa. I mean, that's pretty crazy to me. Yeah. But, but yeah, we should do an episode and read we them. We need to. And it's, I, it's not going to be to like bash them no, back. No, but just but to address I, know, I, what they're I, saying. Well, I think it'd be interesting to go, okay, these people thought this or said this. Did we come off that way or is that true or – or what about, or is it like, are these people just off the fucking reservation? Like maybe they're coming from a place, like maybe maybe they were in a bad relationship and had one thing happen in this area, and now yeah. they think it's happening here because that's their perspective. Or who yeah. knows, just just yeah. to discuss things, but I that think, would be a fun one. I think idea. it would be a fun one. Yeah. Tell you what, let's do that one next. Okay. Let's yeah, do keep it. Your, keep your eyes open on the next episode <laughs> after this one. We're going we're gonna to address our haters. <laughs> Guys, have you found it difficult to get and keep an erection while at lifestyle events? If so, you're not alone, and it's common. 
The new environment and the distractions can contribute to a lack of an erection due to performance anxiety at the very moment you need it the most. I personally ran into this issue early on in the lifestyle and it was super frustrating. But don't worry, there's a solution. If you use our link in the show notes and use the coupon code NEW, N-E-W, at checkout, you'll get $30 off your order of FDA-approved ED medication from Shameless Care so you can get hard and stay hard in the moments that matter most. Don't question your manhood or feel like less of a man ever again. Just click the link in the show notes right now to get $30 off before the promotion ends so you can get back in the game and blow your sex partner's mind. Click the link right now and simply use the coupon code NEW, N-E-W, at checkout. But today, we're addressing your questions in yes. June. Would you like to kick off the first email? Sure. One of the biggest challenges people face when they're new to the swinger lifestyle is finding other like-minded people to connect with and get to know. Because most people don't want others to know they're in the lifestyle. So how can you actually find these people? It's very simple, actually. Just go download our free two-page guide called Swing Easy. It's a free two-page PDF document where we show you three of the fastest and easiest places you can start meeting other couples just like you in the next 24 hours or less, guaranteed. Just click the link in the show notes that says free Swing Easy PDF so you can start connecting with other like-minded couples and making new, fulfilling friendships and connections in the next 24 hours or less. Go click the link and grab it right now before the offer expires. Okay, it's called Swingers Clubs. Hello, we are a new couple who are looking to try new things, but we can't find Swingers Clubs near us. Can you guys please help us? We live in... Well, oh, so, so, say, well so, Southern California. Yeah. We appreciate your help. Hopefully you guys can help us find some clubs. I would imagine there'd be a, at least a handful in that, that area. You'd, you'd think so, especially just, in California. I would just Google like swingers clubs and near and then put your city. And if you can't, uh, if that doesn't work, what we would do is uh, my biggest recommendation would be go into the show notes right now and click swing easy. That's a, a free two-page PDF. It has a few links in there yeah. of some of the most popular sites, uh, swinger sites online, where you can meet other couples who are either in the lifestyle or interested or curious about it yeah. in your area in the next 24 hours or less. Guaranteed, we've done it. Oh, yeah. go, go click the Swing Easy thing, meet new couples. The link's right there. Um, it's on the website as well. And uh, Well, because like we're not we're not near a club anymore. Like We moved. Yeah. North, way north. And so, like, we're not near clubs. Like, I think the closest club to us is probably, I don't know, probably three or four hours away. Maybe. So, like, we're in the same case as you're in right now. Um, But, like I said, that's that's what we did is we just kind of Googled, like, hey, Swingers Club and then where we are. And then it was, like, four hours. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, and even if there aren't clubs, like... A lot of times there's private gatherings or hotel takeovers, which are a little more public. Yeah. Um, I look forward to doing one of those. I haven't done one of those yet. Yeah, we haven't done one of those yet. But it, at least, you know, it's it's a, a gathering of, you know, a good number of people. So That's like-minded like you are. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that'd be our recommendation. That'd be mine anyway. Mm-hmm. Going to swipe left. No, you're not on a dating app. <laughs> <laughs> Is okay. this one or two? Oh, uh, it's, it's one. just one. Okay. Yeah. 
Hi, guys. I'll start off by saying we love your podcast and all the helpful insights you two have provided. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Um, Backstory, we have been married almost 20 years. Okay, kind of like us. Prior to our marriage, he has engaged in a threesome or a few, uh, male, female, male. Uh, Prior to our marriage, I have engaged with two females, but not at the same time. Since our marriage, we had encounters with two different couple couple friends of ours a long time ago, late twenties. It was not planned or thought out; just just inebriated. Inebriated. They were drunk. Okay. They were drunk and had a threesome, or whatever they did. <laughs> Which that sometimes that can be a ton of fun. So yeah, because um, then I get out of my head. Um, <laughs> exactly. And it was extremely soft uh, top. Um, I have never seen him do anything to another woman or man. He's straight. Um, last year, we kind of thought about the lifestyle, but jealousy and insecurities got in the way, and we were not on the best of terms. Our communication sucked um, to the point of of divorce talk due to various frustrations. This year, we are in a lot better place emotionally, and the subject of the life has piqued our interest again. We have made our own fuck it list. Awesome. In case you don't know what a fuck it list is, it's just a sexual bucket list. Things you want to do sexually before you die. Yeah. We've made our own fuck it list and compared notes, and we have very similar fantasies. Well, hell yeah. That's awesome. What a great discovery. Yeah. Yeah. Thus far, we have met two couples for dinner, lunch, and have yet to do anything sexual due to the fact that we have discovered that our levels of attractiveness differ. differ. Um, How would you address this issue? If more details are needed, please reach out. Again, love the show, and we appreciate it so much. Well, thank you. Um, So what's the question? So, How would you address this issue? Um, uh, Hold on, let me see. Thus far, we have met two couples for dinner's lunch. And have yet to do to do anything sexual due to the fact that we have discovered that our levels of attractiveness differ. Your levels of so she's saying that maybe she's more attractive than him, or vice versa. And so no, like maybe I'm, I'm maybe thinking like what she means is like maybe she's attracted to a certain type of guy or girl, and maybe he's not. Maybe he has a different okay. type that he's attracted to. Because we kind of have that too a little bit. I'm kind of more picky. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a guy. I'm a guy. What can I say? <laughs> you get what you can get. No, I'm just <laughs> and you kidding. don't throw I'm a fit now. <laughs> you don't throw a fit. No. Uh, so I'm, so I'm how trying, would you address this issue? I, I'm trying to clarify like the question so we can help this person the most. Um. Well, my I I mean, my first thought is if I like something you don't, well, I'd like to enjoy it. And if you like something I don't, well... I would I would like for you to enjoy it, mm-hmm. and you would too. If we're not, if we don't like the same thing, we can still play together. Yeah, but we we can still be in the same room, same bed, do it together. I mean, that's our whole thing. Is this journey is us together? Yeah, we don't play separately. Um, but if you have like if you have something you want to try, and I'm not really into it, then okay. Well, that doesn't mean you can't because if you want it, and if I'm into something and you're not, then. Well, that doesn't mean I can't. Well, and we've talked about this too, like, you know, because we've talked about how like, hey, well, what if that happens where we we meet a couple and like, I'm not real attracted to the girl per se, but I'm attracted to the guy, but you're attracted to the girl. 
You know, we've we've kind of talked about that because we haven't come across that yet. But we've talked about what if that happens, what would we do? And kind of work what works for us is kind of like, well, even if the girl isn't per se like my go to girl type, um, I still like boobs. I still like kissing girls. Mm -hmm. So I would still probably start out still playing because I kind of like that warms me up. And so, I i mean, for us, that's kind of what we talked about is maybe I would just still play with the girl a little bit to start with, but then I would, we would do a full swap. And in that way, he can play with the girl because he's attracted to her. And then I can play with the guy because I'm attracted to the guy. Yeah. And another thing too, uh, I don't ever want June doing something or playing with somebody, guy or girl, if she's not comfortable. So, you know, in the lifestyle, you'll hear, you'll hear people say, this phrase, like, we don't take one for the team. Yeah. Meaning, like, I don't have to convince Jim. Like, I know the guy is totally not your type, but I really like the lady. So just, just go play with him and so I can play with her. Like, we don't do that. If yeah. we're not both happy and, like, we just don't. Yeah. I mean, we have friends in lifestyle we've never played with. Yeah. Who are, like, we're actually really good friends with. And, you know, they can be our type and attractive according to our standards, personally. Or maybe they're not. Mm-hmm. But... But we still are, like, really good friends with them. Yeah. So, I mean, just because people are in lifestyle doesn't mean – I mean, to us, everyone we meet in lifestyle, it's not like, oh, we're expected that we're going to, like, do things with them and play with them. Like, yeah, that's never the expectation, even no. though it's always on the table in most people's minds. Yeah. But that there's no obligation or pressure to do anything. And yeah, if anybody ever tried to, like, imply any kind of pressure, like, we're out, like – we don't, we don't play that game. Yeah. And so, so I think with the question of how to address this, I think it's just honestly just communicating with each other. Like, hey, there's these two couples. Do, do either one of these couples, are you attracted to at all? Um, you know, and just having that communication open is what is what the most important thing I think is, is just being on the same page with each other about the two couples that you've had that you've had dinner and lunch with. Yeah. I mean, you can just choose to be. Just friends with that couple. Yeah. Or or both. Or or both. Mm-hmm. But if one person is not comfortable with it, then, you know, either work something out in agreement or I would just really I'd play it safer for us as a couple mm-hmm. and just not play with the with that other couple. Yeah. Because there's, there's no couple out there worth playing with, having a good time with. Jeopardizing what you To guys jeopardize have. your main primary relationship. Yeah. Like yeah, like nobody's that good in bed. Like it's not that different. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm always like, yeah, like I've I've said before, twenty minutes with a pussy is still a pussy. Yeah, like twenty minutes with some other person, a dick or a pussy, like is not worth like destroying what we have. Or or you know, we've told that to other people too. It's not just not worth destroying what you have. Yeah, for twenty minutes of fun with somebody else. Yeah, while your partner is like not having a good time. Yeah. Like, which, I mean, to me, that even borders on non-consent. Yeah. Like, if they're just doing it to appease you, mm-hmm. I don't even think that's consensual, which that's really fucked up. Yeah. Because now you're getting really rocky territory. Yeah. Like, you don't ever want to do something that's not consensual. Even if they just go along and play along, it's like, yeah, but do they want to do it? Like, mm-hmm. really? Mm-hmm. I mean, don't be a piece of shit to your partner. Yeah. Where you're so selfish, where you're like, yeah, well, I want to get, I, I want to do this with this person. So, like, you know, she'll just deal with it or whatever like no like what kind of relationship is that yeah. anyway 
So I hope that's helpful. Do you think yeah. that answered the question? I think I think so. Okay. And then he said non-consensual, so then it reminded me of the movie uh, The Other Guys, oh, and he's geez. like, was consensual. <laughs> Nobody who hasn't seen that movie is going to get what the fuck you're talking about. It's but Will Ferrell in The Other Guys movie. Mark Wahlberg. And Mark Wahlberg. They're in the bar, and they're like <laughs> drinking, and they're like these old guys singing these folktale songs that are really depressing. Very. And it's like... He's like, they've got great history. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then that's a part of the song. He's like, it was consensual. Okay. He's like, and the soldiers all had their way with her. And <laughs> it was like, consensual. <laughs> uh, great movie. If you've never seen it, go see it. <laughs> yeah. That was random. Next email. <laughs> hey, I like randomness. Okay. <laughs> Random shakes. Yes. Me too. Okay. Um, hello. My wife and I have been in the lifestyle for about a year, still newbies. It's been a great experience so far. We just have some trouble finding couples to meet up with. We have accounts on a couple different apps. Our question is, will it be okay just to message the ones we are interested in and just wait for a response to see if they are interested or like keep trying to get their attention? Thank you for your time and keep doing the podcast. We love the info you two give. It is really helpful. Well, thank you. Well, I think if you just reach out with a a normal person type message, mm-hmm. like, hey, we just saw, hey, we're so-and-so. We just saw your profile on here and connected with a lot of things you said. If you'd like to, if you want to write back, we'd love to hear from you. But obviously no pressure either way. And we hope you have an awesome day. That's pretty much what I write when I reach out yeah. to other couples or we write mm-hmm. when we reach out to other couples, because if they like what they see and read about you, um, they're probably going to write back. But especially if you just have like a normal like message, like you're a normal person, yeah. not one of these fucking sup or hey, uh-huh. like these one word fucking idiots. Like, I don't know what they think they're doing. Or but, they just send a random dick pic. Yeah. Or like, like uh... or, or pictures of themselves and they're like, it's like pictures and then they're like, hey, you know, it's kind of like it, it can come off wrong. It just, can. Just be yeah. a normal person. Yeah. Um, you know, and how often do you follow up? Well, sometimes we're on, you know, the the app or the site. Uh, go to the Swing Easy. Um, again, PDF in the show notes. Click there. We have three or four of these sites that are awesome for connecting with people. Yeah. Um, but we do that. And sometimes we're on there. Every day, three, four days in a row. And then there might be a three or four day gap. We're just busy with life. Yeah. And we're not. And so it isn't that we didn't respond to someone. We didn't see it yet. Yeah. And so, you know, you might, you know, wait a week, week and a half and write somebody back and just say, you know, just send them another message. Hey, didn't know if you got our message. We just want to say hi and connect. We're just looking to make friends, you know, who, who live and think like we do. But I probably would not write them like... After you've, like, maybe you wrote them the first time and then you gave it a week and then you wrote them again. After that, I would not, if they hadn't written in, the, like, the past two weeks, I would just move on. Because I, I think that just means they're not interested or, you know, or maybe they're not on that app as often as they probably, yeah, like, as probably as you are. There's something. So I just, I yeah. would say after the second time, I probably wouldn't reach well, out again. Yeah, don't chase anybody. Yeah. Uh, no one likes being chased. It comes off desperate. Desperate's not attractive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of these sites, um, these apps, they, they actually tell you when the person was on last, like was on today, was on two hours ago, was on three days ago. Um, yeah. I mean, 
and with meeting people on these too, it's kind of a long game because people have, you know, lives. And we, we've met couples we eventually met up with. But, you know, sometimes it took a few weeks to find a day that worked for both our schedules. Yeah. And then we were able to go grab drinks or something. Mm-hmm. And then, like you know, like a like a week or two went by. Life was busy. And then we're like, well, hey, let's all have a barbecue. You know, like we met a new couple um, in this new area. Mm-hmm. And we had drinks with them. We went to a winery a couple weeks ago. And uh, they're coming over tomorrow. We're going to go hiking. We're going to uh, we're gonna go to dinner. We're going to have a bonfire um, in our new fire pit that I built. Yeah. And, you know, that was like a week, week and a half in between the last time we saw them. Yeah. And so, you know, and our kids are going to be home. So it's like, it's, it's not going to be like a lifestyle kind of gathering. Yeah. But, um, you know, we're going to get to know these people, you know. And, yeah. And, um, you know, we love getting to know them the, the, the one time we did, and we really connected with them. So we thought, well, hey, let's hang out again. Yeah. And just get to know them. And, uh, yeah, yeah so sometimes it, it doesn't happen, like, that quick. Like, mm-hmm. if you're talking, like, today or tomorrow, like, I don't know, it just, sometimes it's it can be a few weeks or a month. or Yeah, unless you're at a club, then it's like, oh, hey, if, right now, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. But, if you're at a club, yeah. If you're at a club and someone's like, I came here because... I like the idea of group sex. And they go, do you like group sex? Like that beautiful little Asian lady (laughs) asked us on the dance floor. And I said, yes, we do. And we had lots of it that night. And it was awesome. But yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty good with, I think we pretty much answered that with that one. Okay. Let's see. Um, If you have anything else to say, you know, don't let me do all the talking. Oh, no. I, I, Here's what you learn about me. If I don't have anything to say, I'm not going to say anything because there's so if you sometimes John talks more than I do, that's because he has more to say about that certain topic than I do. So it's not him over talking over me or any of that shit that we read about in the reviews that we'll talk about <laughs> next podcast. You mean not, you mean I don't have you under my mind control? <laughs> Like no. that, like that. So someone said something like that. Anyway, we'll save that shit for the next episode. That'll be fun. To but discuss. no, I'm, I said that to say, if I have something to say, I'll say it. And if I don't, I just don't. Oh, trust me. She'll say what she's thinking. Oh, yeah. Okay. So my wife and I have been together for. Wait, se- wait, wait. What's the subject line? Oh, how to get back to it. Oh, okay. So my wife and I have been together for seven, almost eight years. Just last year, we opened up about some fantasies about each other. Some most of the same fantasies. We had a fight, mainly my, uh, mainly my fault the first time. Second time was just our own personal issues. Both times, we just stopped looking for couples and some singles altogether. Deleted profiles off three fun apps. For well, me- you, know, you know what? I, I say I commend you for that. If you guys are having trouble with each other, yeah, you went ahead and just deleted all your shit and said, we're going to figure this out. And if we go back to it. We're going to be in a better place. So I actually, I think that's a healthy thing they did. Yeah. So I really commend you for that. Yeah, for sure. Probably why you're still together or maybe one reason, that kind of thing. Yeah. For me, I know my fantasies haven't gone away, have had the same fantasies in every relationship. My question is, how do we get back to that, but overcome our issues so we can be the best, not just for us, but others as well? If possible, email me back here. I don't always get a chance to listen to your podcast being a welder. P.S. All of this has happened within a year. We tried it twice. I'm afraid we both um, aren't being as open as we should. Maybe it's just me and my overthinking. Please help. Oh, okay. Uh, so what do you think that the actual, we're trying to, 
when when you write us emails, please try to be very clear with what your exact question is. Um, I we can tell from this, but we have well, to read into it a little bit. My question is how do how do okay, we get back to that? Okay, okay, because it's in the middle somewhere. I had to search for it. Yeah, but but he it is pretty clear. Yeah. Uh huh. Question is, how do we get back to that, but overcome our issues so we can be the best, not just for us, but others as well? I would say clarify what the actual problem is. Mm-hmm. Like, what is what is the the problem or the couple of problems that are causing you not to be able to get back to where you were? Is it jealousy? Is it, are, are you both not being honest about what your fantasies are? Uh, have you told her very clearly and specifically what your fantasies are or has she done that for you? Do you feel at liberty to share completely transparently, no matter what it is, Mm -hmm. uh, without fear of repercussion? Cause like, I mean, these are things that I think are root causes of the issues that are not allowing them to get back to a good place in the lifestyle. What do you think? I think for us, it was like, like for us, it was like, it was kind of like jealousy, like, well, and because of how I grew up, you know, in church my whole life, it was, you don't do, you don't play with anybody else but your spouse. And so, um, and so it was a lot of issues of like trying to just overcome the mental shit in your head from being the way that we were raised. So for us, like it was a, we were, we were fighting because, he would let me be who I was, who I was discovering I was, but I was having issues with letting him do the same thing because of the mental shit in my head. I grew up with like, you're only supposed to be with your spouse. And, and, and then the, also the fear of, am I not enough or, or am I going to be left for some, for someone else? If he fucks somebody else is, or is he going to leave them for me? You know, like, so th- that's a lot of shit that I personally had to overcome. Um, and I feel like I finally have gotten past past it, I think, for at least 99% of it, I feel like. You right. know, but for me, it was kind of like I had to f- I had to really honestly look, dig deep down and figure out what the root causes were causing us to fight. Because every fight we had were my fault because yeah, what, what it was are, the shit in my head. No, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, you, you gave me a good thought here, though. Like, what what is a belief that you or your partner has that is causing mm-hmm. the problem? Yeah. Is, is there a is there a root belief about what you like that they have a problem with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or you know, just get down to what the root of it is. Like, usually you see an issue and you're like, "Oh, she's just this way, or he's just that way." Well. The real issue that you need to deal with usually is just underneath that kind yeah. of hiding. Yeah. It's it's like the root cause of like th- that most obvious like struggle that you see you're facing. And mm-hmm. so think about what that deeper, like if you had to dig one or two levels down beneath what you think is the problem right now, what what are the seeds? What are the roots of what you're currently dealing with? When you're both very transparent about that with each other yeah and just talking like this is what me and june say we don't own each other yeah we're just two separate individual human beings that came to this earth for whatever fucking reason and we decided to hold hands and walk down the path of life together yeah 
But but that doesn't mean she can't be her. Or that I should influence her to be how she's not. Or that she should try to take away who I am and how I was yeah, made. Vice and versa. The, yeah. Yeah. And in in my you know, my fantasies or kings that I have. Um we shouldn't try to change each other. We should just make space for how we actually are and enjoy each other together that way. Yeah. If she wants, you know, me and three guys to fuck her, okay, if that's what she wants. I'm happy if she's getting pleasure in what she wants. Um, you know, and that includes me in it. And, you know, if I want to have, you know, if I want to have, you know, two other ladies involved or something like that, then there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, she makes space for what I want to enjoy. Mm-hmm. or a certain kind of woman or a certain kind of thing. Uh, realizing it has nothing to do with her or a lack of her, mm-hmm. but we're just holding hands, walking down the journey of life together. If you ever listen to anything that's really philosophical, a guy named Ram Das has a great quote, and I I really enjoy it. He says, at the end of the day, we're all just walking each other home. Yeah. Meaning, you know, to death, to wherever we came from and wherever we returned to. At the end of the day, we're all just walking each other home. I think think a lot of that has to do with um, just accepting each other how we are and just making space for that. I mean, if if I get to be, if you get to do what you want to do, mm-hmm. because you have those fantasies, well, it's only fair that that you get to do that. I same. get to also, and mm-hmm. you know, it's how I'm made. Yours are how you're made. I'm how I'm made. Mm-hmm. Can we hold hands and walk the journey, the path of life together? Well, and you know, for me, my my root was coming out of fear. Like I was fearful because I was like, well, if he does that with somebody mm-hmm. else, is is that going to replace me, or is he going to think that that person is better than I am? you know, in some way or, you know, just it's the shit that I grew up here. And that's yeah. why you only stay with your spouse. You only well, play with your spouse. And think, think about this, too. At least from my perspective. Why the fuck would I ever leave a woman who allows me to be me and enjoy the fantasies mm-hmm. that I want to enjoy? Like most relationships you hear about. You know, the spouse doesn't want them doing things they really want to do. Yeah. But now I'm in a relationship where she can do what she wants and I can do what I want. Yep. Why the fuck would I ever mess that up? Why would I ever leave that? I would have to go find another person who makes space for me to be who I am and I can make space for her. But it's almost like, at least in our case, can't say it for everybody, but the fact that June allows me to be who I am, mm-hmm. endears me and track, attracts me to her more. It solidifies our relationship more. It doesn't diminish it. It doesn't break it down. Yeah. Why Why would I leave a woman who accepts me and lets me be who I am? Like, oh my God, that that's the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and vice versa, if, you know, with you. Yep. Yeah. So I hope that's helpful. You know, it, you, you said the very end part, it says... It might just be me being an overthinker, which is how I am, which is why, like, I notice when we're in the lifestyle, I like John to be daddy, which means that I like him to be dominating over me in the way of, like, so I get out of my head. So, like, if I'm like, oh, I kind of want to play with this guy, but I don't know, I'm not real sure, then I let him call the shots because I trust him that he's not going to put me in a bad situation. Well, and there wouldn't be a bad situation. Yeah. 
But I'm, mean, I'm just saying, I'm like, and, then I then yeah. I don't I get out of my head. And how that realistically plays out is you like being told what to do. Yep. Like if we decide to play with the couple, I'm gonna play with her. Then I'll tell you, hey, go play with them. Yeah. Go do that, and you know it just kind of lets you somehow. I mean, I I don't think this way, so I don't understand it, <laughs> but it lets your mind off the hook. Uh huh. To enjoy yourself and you don't stress as much and get in, inside your head as much. So for whatever reason, that works for us. Yeah. Or like the one time we finally tried, um, you know, I was I had sex from behind with a guy while I was given drawn a blowjob. And um, yeah, so he was doing you doggy style while you're bent over and I was laying on the bed and you were blowing me. Yeah. yeah. And like. He had it all planned because I told him, I said, I don't want to know ahead of time because if I do, then I'll talk myself out of it. I know myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we did that. So that that's what, what works for us. And that's what you got to do in the lifestyle is you got to find what works for you. Yeah. Now, I already knew this is something she wanted to try. Yeah. I didn't spring something new on her we hadn't discussed. Yeah. I just I just didn't tell her when we we're going to do it because then she'd be worrying about it yep. like and stressing about it. Yeah. So when we're in the moment... She had already made out with this guy's very hot girlfriend. Um, you know, then it was kind of like we just kind of rolled into that position. Yeah. Oh, and his girlfriend sat on my face while we did this, too. Yep. <laughs> that was hot. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, or here, have her sit on your face. And I'm like, let me pray about it. Amen. <laughs> like, Get yeah. over here. Like, Hell yeah. I'm like, yep. that's what I thought. We were like all funned out. We're like, oh, yeah, we could do that, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I hope all that's helpful with this one. So uh, next one. Now, this is uh, whoa, shit. Okay. That's a, this is a long one. So let's go ahead and read it. Okay. Um, If we find questions within it, because it's so long, we don't have to go back through like the whole thing and look for questions. If we find a question, let's just stop and answer it. Yeah. And then continue on. Okay. Hi, June and John. So this is from, it looks like from a woman. Uh Uh-huh. Based on the name. Yeah. Uh, Hi, June and John. First, we are new to your podcast, but I've binged it for about a week straight and we're finding it so helpful. Awesome. Well, thank you. Glad to hear it. We still have a lot of archived content to make our way through, happily. But I listen to enough to feel comfortable asking a question because I feel like y'all may be the right ones to give guidance on this topic. We're high school sweethearts. I'm seeing a little pattern amongst some of your listeners, haha. Married for 15 years and have been exploring the lifestyle for the past year or so. We've always been more on the adventurous side, so lot, lots of visits to strip clubs uh, together, etc. But we're newer to the world of swingers clubs lifestyle specifically. We visit um, our we visit our local club here. Um, about once a month and we have registered for our first hotel takeover that will take place this upcoming summer. Fun. Yeah. Oh, oops. It's a screenshot. No. Nope. Oh, nope. I was trying to go nope. up. Okay. Nope. Just stay there. Okay. You'll swipe left for the next one. Okay. One thing that's potentially a little unique about us in the lifestyle is that we joined primarily to be in the same space as other open-minded couples who are sex positive and like to exhibit that in an exciting setting. Um, That was much more our driving force as opposed to playing with other couples. Whether or not this boundary holds, I've learned to never say never, 
We are currently a no-swap couple, mainly engaging in watching from the sidelines and participating in parallel play. And by the way, that's totally a thing. Uh Um, We have one particular couple um, who live in the the big city we came from. Um, We did parallel play with them. And we had a great time. Yeah. Only the ladies made out, you know, the guys, we didn't touch the other guy's lady, but we played with our own ladies and then they made out and played with each other. And at this, then like maybe a month later, uh, June and I, uh, we were really getting it on at, at another, uh, at the club, um, as well as with, uh, an, another very beautiful older woman, uh-huh. a middle-aged, uh, hottie. And our friend, our our couple friend who, uh, friends who we did the parallel play with, they, um, she was actually giving him a blowjob on one of the couches and he actually stopped her. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw him stop her and point over to us and she got up and they sat there next to each other and watched. And afterwards they were like, oh my God, that was so hot. So we, I just say this to say. We parallel played with parallel played with people, uh-huh. and also found that one of their big kings is not is you know not playing with others or at least us at that time, but watching us together. Yeah, uh, that was one of their kinks is watching other couples. So that's I just say that to say that's totally a thing. It's definitely a thing. Yeah. Um, one of our things we did upon our earliest phase of exploration was to find a sex therapist to help guide us for both knowledge insight into the worlds of swinging and kink and also to help us these people are smart by um, the way they got a sex therapist and everything yeah and also to help us avoid pitfalls we may not know to look out for that's a thing she's been super helpful for us and through speaking with her i've been able to move past some obstacles in which i like which i felt like an imposter at lifestyle clubs she helped me understand that there is typically no less judgmental more open place to be than than most lifestyle clubs that's a very true statement in our experience and no matter your kink or fetish you belong and are a val valid uh, contribution yes she also helped me learn that i owe no one there absolutely anything which was a major breakthrough Wow. Yeah, that's you don't. You don't owe anybody anything. Well, and the thing with that is a lot of us are raised to think that you just get along to go along, just give in to in, in order to like avoid conflict or confrontation. Um, yeah. Be very clear and direct. You can do it respectfully and nicely, but also be very clear and direct on what you want or don't want. And uh yeah, you owe nothing to nobody. Mm-hmm. You first. Yeah. Um, I have zero problems chatting with other couples at the club. We're both naturally friendly and outgoing, and my my husband and I both spend a lot of time at the gym and take care of ourselves. It's common that other couples will come chat with us each time we're at the club, which always leads to great conversation and a little bit of community uh, being formed. My only question I still wrestle with sometimes is, do I need to disclose our no swap status up front to other couples? How early is too early and how late is too late? Okay, let's address that here. Okay. If it comes up in conversation, be straight with them. Yeah. Um, if you're just hanging out all evening or for a while, just having good conversation about 
something else. To me, it'd be kind of weird to throw it in there. Yeah, I think so too. But most people we meet, when we're interested in them or they're interested in us, eventually the conversation sort of goes there organically. Yeah, it does. And it's kind of, it's sort of like, well, what do you guys like to do? Or what are you all into? And then, you know, they tell us and then we say, well, you know, they naturally ask, well, what about you? Yeah. And we tell them and, you know, I mean, if, if you're, if you're not interested then, then just like we used to just say, you know, when, when June was only into ladies, that was all she was comfortable with. People would say, well, are you a full swap couple or do you like to soft swap? And I'd say, well, I'm into, I'm into anything with one or more women, but June is only into women. Yeah. And so that right there shut any other possibility down. Yep. Um, they knew, oh, she's only into women. Yeah. So if they're looking for a full swap at that time, um, that ain't going to happen. Yeah. And that helps them. That helps us. It helps everybody. Yeah. Because no one's wasting their time on each other. And not to sound not to sound bad, but um, there's like a it's the wall vibrating. Is your phone up there? Oh, it is. Oh, her phone. Scam call. Oh, <laughs> she has her phone on the filing cabinet. It was vibrating. And I'm like, what the hell is that noise in our new house? Yeah, Sorry, it's, it's not a toy so, that's going off. Yeah. No, it's not a vibrator. Well, it is a vibrator. It's a cell phone. <laughs> you could hold it down there. I will. So, so uh, I forgot what I was saying, but it naturally just kind of comes up yeah. if there's interest. Just be straight. Just be uh, very clear about it. I think you said, or what's too late. I th- I would say, well, you don't obviously. There's go never into- too late. Yeah, but yeah, but you don't want to like maybe before you go to a playroom or something, maybe talk about it before you do that. Well, what you always want to do is talk about you know what you like and what you don't like, uh, what you're into, but also what your boundaries are. Yeah, we 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 like to do this. This is what we're willing to do. Uh, Here are our boundaries. We don't do this. We don't do this. We don't do that. We don't do this that way. And you know, if somebody tries to do something some way. Yeah. After you've agreed not to, you stop them and go, nope, we don't do that. We're not into that. Yeah. You know, and you're there for each other. It's not that big a deal, but um, if you're clear with it, like most people in our experience respect it, but people are people and sometimes they've been drinking too and they just didn't mean to or got overly excited or, you know, but you know, you can tell people, hey, you know, we said we don't do that. And most people will be like, oh, gosh, I'm so sorry. I mean, most people are really respectful in the lifestyle for the most part. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my thought. What about you? Yeah, same. Just just make it clear. But, yeah, I wouldn't just bring it up out of the blue. I would just wait for it to organically happen, and then you can address it then. But if you end up going like you end up going somewhere to play, obviously, before you do anything, you would want to talk about your boundaries and what you're willing to do and not do kind of thing, like he said. Yeah. And, and so. for us, that's always sort of happened again organically. Yeah. It, yeah, it does. Like you worry about, well, at, at what point in the conversation should we like we don't think about that. Yeah. Because it's going to come up. It's going to come up before you play. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just it, organically. It always does. For us, it does. Yeah. Um, let's see. We've together been able to do a pretty good job um, gauging the right time to disclose that in person so far and have only gotten pos- positive feedback and respect back. So that's encouraging. Most couples have actually just continued on with the conversation like I I hadn't dropped a major bomb. Ha. Huh? 
and we still chat with some of those through SDC, etc. So far, so good. But this is where y'all hopefully come in. I sometimes find myself wondering if there's a best time frame and way in which other couples would like to receive this information so far. Uh, wait, where did it continue? Hold on. So far, we've just been guessing and mostly getting it right, it seems. But I'd love to put some more s- strategic, informed thought against the topic. I've never, uh, I never want to feel like I'm advertising anything that's not actually being sold or that I'm wasting anyone's time when they could actually be landing a good, uh, wait, landing a soft or full swap deal elsewhere. But I can't quite figure out if that's in my own head or something I should actually be mulling over. Hearing thoughts around this and perspective opinions from another couple in the lifestyle would be wonderful. I'd love to get your thoughts and know how y'all may best receive that kind of information in terms of timing and wording. While I'm sure there's no one right answer, your your perspective would be interesting to hear. I'm hoping I gave you enough, but not too much context. But if you have any follow-up questions or need more info, just let me know. Thanks okay. so much for all your content y'all put up. We love your podcast. Well, thank you. All right. So let's go back to what that question was. It was right at the turn of the page. Mm-hmm. What was the exact question? Like a it timing says, or something? Uh, I sometimes find myself wondering if there's a best time frame or way in which other couples um, would like to receive this information. The information about what they're into. Sexually. Yeah, like maybe because they're not full swap or soft swap. Um, as far as a time frame, I I think you're in your head. Yeah, I think you're thinking way too much. Like all again, all of our encounters in the lifestyle, what what you're trying to plan out strategically, time frame and like logically think it out, all that just happens organically. Like it's easy. Yeah, I wouldn't give it a lot of thought if it comes up in conversation. Well, just. Know what you're going to say to people. Yeah, just have something already like planned to say. Like we did when we first joined the lifestyle when I wasn't only playing with girls. Mm -hmm. That's when we came up with, okay, well, what will we say if that happens where they want to play with us? What do we have already set in place to say? So I don't think it's more about the timing. I think it's more of like, this is what I'm going to say when that happens to come up in conversation because it's going to do that on its own either you know it will eventually come up on its own yeah and there's no right timing because i mean like like we just said a few minutes ago with this beautiful young 20 something asian lady we were on the dance floor we just met her five minutes ago we were dancing and then we were kind of like well hey you know what are you into and what are you hoping will happen tonight is there anything you're wanting to try in particular or that you're looking for and she told us, and she's like, are you into that? And we're like, yeah. And so we went and we did that. Yeah. Uh, that was five minutes after meeting her, and it was hot. Um, there's other people we met where we sat and talked all night, and then maybe it was a week or two that we saw them again, and we ended up doing something or talking about it. Yeah. Um, I think you're just thinking way too hard. Yeah. yeah. I think like, you're just you're I getting think, in her head a little bit with which, that, which, which, which is what you said. I can't yeah. f- figure out if that's in my own head or something I should actually be mulling over. There, there are certain so. things in life that um, it doesn't make logical sense. But the best way sometimes to gain control of something is to stop trying to gain control. When you just finally like let go, 
just let things happen as they do. Yeah. Um, like this coming up in conversation, uh, you actually have more control. It's like trying to like it's like trying to like squeeze water in your fist. If you squeeze it, it's all going to leave. But if you cup your hand and leave it open, you know the water stays. The minute you try to grip it, control it, it all squeezes out of your hand. So, so I think the right thing would be to do is just have something already planned to say. Mm-hmm. So when that conversation happens on its own, because it will, I would just say that's. That's what um, you should do is just have something already planned to say ahead of time so that you're not that you're not getting in your head of like, oh, shit, like like at the at the moment right then they're asking to play and I have no idea what the fuck to say. Mm -hmm. So. All right. So this one, the next one is. uh, okay. here we go. Isn't honest and open communication the purpose is the title of it. Uh, John and June, first off, I have been a huge fan of y'all's over the last six months. Well, thank you. Um, this is a guy writing this. Um, definitely one of the best podcasts for us new to the lifestyle. In fact, I'm currently listening to the over the undercover episode as I type this. Keep up the great work. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen that one, that's the only time I went to um, the Swinger Club. We were, we were uh, VIP members alone. I did... I wanted to understand what it's like to be a single guy in a swinger club <laughs> uh, more because I always have June, who's hot, um, Why, thank you. Um, always with me. So I went there as an undercover single guy. Yeah, you did. I think like undercover boss, that TV show, but <laughs> undercover single guy at a swinger club. Yeah. Yeah, go listen to that episode. It's it's uh, pretty interesting. Uh, we're a fairly new couple in the lifestyle and have had an absolute blast exploring it. We have had several encounters, swaps slash meetups. So I like to say we have done, we've dove head first. Okay, like kind of like we did. <laughs> yeah, like um, you, you run around the edge of the or the deep end of the pool, and then you slipped just, and fell in. Yeah, that's what we did in the lifestyle. Yeah, <laughs> we as a couple have great conversations, and honestly, between us, oh, and honesty between us, it has brought uh, so close brought us so close is scary it's literally like we're in each other's head we laugh about about it constantly so here is my observation when dealing with other couples online i have noticed that nobody talks about the other potential hookups that they are planning and the honest communication seems to vanish when they give their reasons for not being available to meet up it's almost like everyone's everyone forgets that we all got into this to find hookups. I haven't been able to figure out why this trend happens. It just mm. some it's just something that I'm observing, or is this the norm? What is y'all's um where, where, where to go? Well my thought on what they said already was like you don't know why somebody's not meeting up with you. Maybe maybe their their kids have a band recital or maybe they are with other couples that weekend or I mean that's never any of our business. I mean, if it works out with somebody, great. If they're hanging with other lifestyle couples, that's fine. It's none of our business. That's their life. Unless I'm misreading that. Um, I don't know if I've seen a trend. I know that usually when we can't meet up with people or it doesn't work out, it's usually like scheduling conflicts well, or, so- or something like that. Well, we have had a, cu- a couple times where it was all talk online, and then when it was time to meet up, 
then like they didn't show up oh, or, or, were or they, they vanished. Yeah, so they... that has happened a couple oh, times. Is, is that what this person's talking about? I think so. Okay. Well, I mean, that does happen. People do flake. So you gotta he, swipe. Don't tap. You gotta swipe. Okay. Cause it's, he said, these are screenshots because he said, so here's officer when dealing with other couples online, I have noticed that nobody talks about the other potential hookups that they are planning and that the, and that the honest communication seems to vanish when they give their reasons for not being available to well, meet up. He says the honest communication vanishes. Well, how do you know it's honest or dishonest if they're like, Oh, we're busy that day. I guess I'm trying to contextualize it so I, I can see. understand. Unless I'm misreading this. Well, let me just... I'm not, yeah. I'm, let me I'm, finish I'm, reading it again okay. real quick. It's almost like everyone forgets that we all get into this to find hookups. I haven't been able to figure out why this trend happens. Is just something that I'm observing or is this the norm? What is y'all's uh, take on this secretive part of the lifestyle? Has it been something that you've seen? Okay, well, to answer that... Some people respond, some don't. Yeah. Some some are out there just wanting to trade pictures, even though they won't say it. Um, others actually do want to meet up. I, I think it's just a numbers game. I'm not. I'm not trying to vilify this. This, uh, you know, person asking the question, obviously. Yeah. Um. I, I guess that you know. I guess the thing that that got me though is when was, when he said something like, you know, where, where's this trend of dishonesty coming from? I don't, I don't, I I mean, for us, we never know if someone's telling us the truth as to why they need to cancel or don't meet up or what their plans are, but yeah, their other plans are none of our business. If that's the context, if that's what this person's asking, yeah, if I'm, I'm sure. if I'm missing, we if, could be misreading this all If I'm misreading I that, I apologize that yeah. <laughs> I'm rereading into it the wrong way. Um, but, but yeah, I, I guess I would just say that. There are shady people, and those people are everywhere, whether it's in the lifestyle or just in life. Yeah, fake accounts. So, I mean, I'd say, yeah, there is that little bit of shadiness there. Like like John said, if they're like wanting to just take some of your pictures so they have it to jerk off to or whatever. Um, or Guys. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or like... Um, or like I said, we've had a couple times where we were talking, really engaging with two different like girls to to like meet up with, and then one just disappears, and then one like we went to go meet up with them, and then they disappear the next day. So like, and they just didn't show up. We went, we still. I just told John, I said, "Fuck it, we're gonna still enjoy this date. We're already out on the date. We're gonna enjoy just the two of us." And we did. Hell yeah! So I just say that there's there is some shadiness everywhere. And so, yeah, you're going to have the people who are stupid or have really stupid excuses. But you know what I, I would say to that? It's their loss. Next. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and the thing is, I don't know if your experience is like ours, but the best friendships, relationships we've ever had with people, we really didn't have to try. Yeah. Like we we met and like there was just this connection, this click, whether in or out of the lifestyle. Yeah. Like some people you just click with. Yeah. Like you don't want to be, you don't want to be trying to push a dead horse up a mountain. Like if something doesn't work, it's kind of like, well, who cares? Like if, if that became work to try and make that relationship, friendship and the lifestyle work, like you don't want work. You want fun. You want something that's easy. You want something that's enjoyable. Yeah. And so, I mean, you know, if people are acting that way, my thought is they're not the right people for you anyway. Yeah. Because- you know, not everybody is for everybody. Yeah. You know, everyone has their different 
kinks they like, different body types they like, different things they're attracted to. Mm-hmm. And if you're not that, then I would be grateful that you didn't have to deal with, you know, getting to know someone for several months only to find out like you all you all weren't even a good match anyway. Yeah. Where, whereas you could have been having a great time with other people who are just like you and think like you and are attracted to you and what you were attracted to. Yeah. And so, I mean, it could be a blessing in disguise. That's how we kind of see it. With us, anybody who stands us up, and it's only happened a couple times, we're just like, fuck them. Like, that's their loss. We'll go have fun and we'll come home. We'll have great sex. Yep. And it's like, man, like that person has no idea. And that's not our egos. Like, we're fucking fun to be around. We're not going to judge you. We're going to have fun. Yeah. Hell, we might even buy your drinks for you with no intent, just to be nice, just because we like doing that with no obligation. Yeah. Like, you stand us up. It's like, fuck, man. Like, okay, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, (laughs) there's that part. I don't know. He said, if you you happen to use it. This is like a PS. Yeah, PS. And I don't care if you say it, if you happen to use it on the podcast. (laughs) Oh, their name, like, online? Uh, It says, thanks. Well, oh, so they want us to say they're they online. They said they and, don't care. Okay, well, hey, this is from Chase and Waterfalls. <laughs> um, C-H-A-S-E apostrophe N and then Waterfalls. So, yes, it's our online name. We use it on everything for the lifestyle. I hope you get the pun. I don't care if you say it or if you happen to use it on our pod, on your on your podcast. <laughs> well, there you go. We did. Now, <laughs> remember this. If you send us an email, we will always make you anonymous. We will never reveal your name. Yeah. This person asked us or gave us permission to specifically. That's why we just did. Yeah. I think that's the first time we actually ever done that. Yeah. But he was saying, hey, you can If use you it. want to, because so, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, go check out Chasing Waterfalls. You might uh, see who this person is. Like, we should go check it out just to see who they are. We yeah. love to see like who these real people are that are writing us these emails. Yeah, well, we'll get some emails every once in a while <laughs> and they'll and they'll add a picture at the end we're like oh that's a hot hot girl <laughs> yeah and we'll be like damn I, I will be like damn i hope we meet them someday <laughs> well they're same like, here like hey if you're ever i out, like girls too you know <laughs> yeah and they're like hey if you're ever out in montana and i'm like we should go to montana on vacation <laughs> <laughs> let's pray about it. amen <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, right, let me read this one okay this has to do it it says john's voice that's the that subject um I love the person's name on their email. This isn't the real name. Joe Blow, I guarantee that's not his real name. If it is, his parents really loved him. It says, greetings. I was recently listening to your podcast when I realized John's voice sounds just like Stephen Ranella from the Meat Eater Hunting podcast. That's awesome. I love that podcast. I think him and like Joe Rogan are buddies, if I remember. He's like big game hunter. He says, now I can watch or listen without mixing the two up. On another note, have you both worked or played... With a couple from the Swing Nation podcast. Uh, no. Um, we haven't worked with them or played with them. We don't really talk about who we play with um, publicly, um, you know, as far as identities. But um, we've listened to the Swing Nation podcast. Have uh, we? Yeah. Well, I listen to more of them than you do. I'm more the the marketer researcher. But when we first got into it, the Swing Nation is one of the bigger like leading podcast for the lifestyle. Okay. Like that exists. So we uh we have listened to a few of them. Okay. I think I've listened to more than you have. And uh I think they're great. Um so we haven't worked with them but hey, maybe we should do some sort of collaboration or something, who knows. Yeah. Um I think they're bigger and more established. They've been around a lot longer. 
uh, if it's the one I'm thinking of. But yeah, we think there's a lot of great uh, swinger podcasts out there. Yeah. And uh, Swing Nation, that's that's one of them. And they're, okay. as far as I remember, they're like a real big fish, maybe the biggest fish in this lifestyle pond. Awesome. So, yeah. Anyway, thanks for everything he says. Have a great one. Well, thank you, Joe Blow. Apparently, <laughs> I sound like Stephen Rinella. So, all right. We have one more here, and we'll wrap it up. I know okay. it's starting to go along a little bit, but this looks like it might be from a lady. Yep. Newbie non-club advice. Hi, John and June. I've listened to several episodes of your podcast, and I've gotten a lot of great advice, particularly involving conversations to have with my husband and how to process feelings after encounters. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Um, That's a huge key right that there. That really is. Yeah, like, you might, this person may have just saved your relationship if you got that, if you heard that. Yeah. Um, we've met one couple for a vanilla brunch that lasted three hours. We're hoping to meet again. But that's our only experience so far. We did have a great conversation on the way home and feel great about the interaction. We are in a rural area of the South uh, where there are no clubs in the vicinity. Most of of your experience seems to be with meeting people in the club, but there's a there are a lot of us who only have access to the community through apps. So my questions are... Okay, she's got them. That's nice that she's got them numbered like that. Yeah. Um, well, number one, we just moved from a giant city with a club to a very small town on the other side of the country in the Midwest. Yep. So at the time of this podcast episode, we are literally in your same position. Yeah. So just know that's where <laughs> we're speaking from as we answer this email. Um, number one, can you or maybe someone you know offer advice on meeting people online? That's the first one. Yes, we can. Go to the show notes. Click on the Swing Easy uh, link. It's also on the website. And uh, that's that's the free PDF. It has three or four main online sites and resources where you can meet others. So yeah. it's right down there. Just go to the link that says uh, something about like meet others and then meet other swingers in the lifestyle in your next area. Twenty four hours. In the or next twenty four like hours. Yeah, yeah, you'll see it right there in the show notes. So um, that's our best resource because it has all the resources we've used to meet real people in real time yeah. and actually do it. They're in that one resource. Yeah, exactly. Um, number two, how do we make the transition from a conversation to the bedroom? <laughs> I do know it should be organic, but as newbies, we could use some more specific tips. Okay, so let's unpack that. So how do we make the transition from a conversation to the bedroom? Like with another couple? Like yeah, if you're it sitting sounds there, like it, yeah. I do like, know it should be organic, but as newbies, we could use some more specific tips. Okay. Well, that's a, that's kind of a fear point. Like how do we like transition from like having drinks, chatting to like, hey, let's go mess around? Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I think maybe starting out with just saying, so what are you guys, like, how long have y'all been in the lifestyle? Or, or like, what have, what are y'all guys into? Um, or what are you looking to try in the lifestyle? Yeah. A lot of times I'll say something like, is there anything specifically you're interested in trying in the lifestyle tonight? Like, you know, when you came here tonight, was there anything you were hoping uh, you would be able to try? Or you would like to try? Uh, sometime soon because if they say something that you like or are willing to do you could at least at the very least just say well hey just so you know no pressure we like that too so if you'd like to try that uh we're totally cool with that and we would love to try that with you 
I remember the first time June kissed a girl. Um, you made out with her than I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she, what she told you was, well, we told her that you told her you really want to try kissing a lady, but you've never done it, and you're you were um, nervous. Very. And what did she say? <laughs> she said, "Well." No pressure, but if you would like me to be that person for you, I would be happy to do that for you. Yeah. You know, no pressure at all. Mm-hmm. And ended up happening that way. Yeah. Like, it was like, I think, like, the the different, like, we met up, we went and had dinner with them, like, the next week after we first met them. Mm-hmm. We had dinner with them, and then that, and that night, I had, that next week, I had said that. And so, I think that night, it actually happened. So, it was like the week later, it happened, and, and she was my first kiss. Yeah. So, think about that. Like just, just put it out there. You know, you know what you came for, and just ask somebody else. Like, what was there anything? Is there anything in particular, specifically, you got you all are hoping to try tonight? You know, in the lifestyle. Yeah, they might go. They might say, "Yeah, my lady, you know, she's looking to try two guys at once." And if you're a couple who's down with that, you could say, "Well, hey, she has her guy, and there's me here." I can be the second guy if she'd like, but no pressure. And that's the thing with us, too. If it's something we like, we'll just say, well, hey, we're happy to to be that for you. We're happy to try that with you, but no pressure at all. If you don't want to, we don't take it personal. It's totally fine. Yeah. And um, I remember we, we soft swapped uh, the one time with a couple of friends of ours um, in the theater room at the club. And that's exactly how that conversation went. You, you, were, you and I were playing... They were playing with each other, and I think I just said something like, hey, we'd love to soft swap if you guys, at the very least, or more, um, if you'd like to, but no pressure. We just want to put it out there and let you know. Um, and what a huge compliment to somebody, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, they, uh, they, they're like, yeah, let us go. Um, I think they're like, yeah, I got to run to the bathroom. I'll, we'll be right back. And I think, you know, they probably just want to talk about it, too. Yeah. Um, and they came back, and we did, and everyone seemed to have a good time. Yeah. So that's how that went down. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, probably the best way. Yeah. That's the line we use, though. Like, is there anything you're looking to try tonight? And, you know, if, if it, you know, just if it clicks with you, offer. Yeah. And offer with no pressure. Yeah. And truly mean it. Don't, yeah, I mean, yeah, offer with no pressure and just be nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> number three, how do we determine if a house party is safe or not? Well, number one, we've, I don't think we've been to an actual house party. I don't think I've been to a house party. We didn't have a hotel there, little Sibian party thing, but not a house party. Yeah. This is similar to one. Uh, what I would do, I would get on these lifestyle apps and sites. Again, just go to the Swing Easy PDF in the show notes and you'll see them. Um, read, read other people's reviews. A lot of times people will post their house party events on these sites. Yeah. And people will like post reviews about how it was. Yeah. One star, five star. Absolutely. Comments. Um, I'd be reading those. Yeah. Some people say like, wow, it was so easy going. There was no pressure. It was fun. Other people, whether they put it on there or not, if you ask about it, sometimes people will message you and say, it was fucking weird. We were uncomfortable. We didn't stay more than 20 minutes. Wouldn't recommend it. We've gotten that message from uh, a couple friends of ours about about a particular house party that was that near we us. Gonna, that we were going to try. Yeah. And I felt weird because the guy messaged me privately. Mm, yeah. Oh, I hope you wear that lingerie to the house party. 
And I'm like, I've not talked to you not once, dude. Like, we don't even know what he looks like, let alone <laughs> like, yeah. And then our friends, or a couple of friends told us, like, we went, it was weird. Yeah. We wouldn't recommend it. And we're like, the thank main, you. The main guy that you're talking about hit on me too. And he was really weird <laughs> and made yeah. it awkward. So, yeah, I think I think that's John hit it on the nail is just go on those apps and go there and research because yeah. they're gonna people are gonna talk about it. Well, and if if you know anybody in the lifestyle locally, yeah, who's been to a particular house party, just ask them, like, hey, how was it? Like, was it weird or was it great? You know, what was your experience there? Most people, I we found to be pretty pretty honest. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the last one says, "What do you do to protect yourselves from STDs or STIs?" Well, the biggest thing, I mean, is, you know, you can ask people like, you know, how often do you get tested? Um, have you been tested? Um, you can, you know, um, obviously, like we always use condoms. Always. Um, you, know, you can always get tested, you know, however frequently, you know, you choose to. Um, by the way, if you if, if you do want an excellent STI testing, um, we highly recommend um, Shameless Care, which if you go, if you click on the... Link in the show notes to the the ED medication uh-huh. um, to help you stay ha- you know harder, stronger, longer. Um, that's the same company that has uh, uh, STI testing, and they they even have additional testing uh, that's included that doctors' offices actually don't offer. So it's more extensive. Wow. Yeah. So just go to that link about the ED medication. You still you can also get uh, if you use the the uh, the code new. N-E-W, uh, when you check out, you actually get like a huge percentage or like $30 off or uh, something like that for using that. So just, you know, go check that out. Yeah. Uh, but mainly they have ED medication as well as um, STI testing, things like that. Yeah. But main, like for us, a big thing that we do is like, I we always use condoms. Yeah. Like whoever wants to play with me, they're using a condom. If they want to play with John, they're using like whatever, like 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 he's using the condom. Yeah. Now people, so. some people say, well, condoms don't stop everything, and you're right, they don't. But they do. I think statistically, I think they block like I think over ninety nine percent or around ninety nine percent of things. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's something where it's like skin contact transmission, like oh, your ball sack touched something on somebody else, and okay, well, the condom wasn't covering that part. Um, just you know, be smart with things. Um. I always wash afterwards too. After I'm done playing with somebody, I I buy the Summer's Eve. There's other brands out there, but I use a Summer's Eve. That's a pair. It's um, probiotic pre prebiotic. I think it's called. Um, and it's wash that I wash down there after I'm done playing with somebody. Just because just another measure of of san you know being being clean and sanitary. Yeah, well, doesn't that that particular one also have something to do with, like, pH levels? Oh, yes, yes, you're right. It does, actually. It says making sure your levels are pH level. So, yeah, like, I say that to say, yeah, that's, I use that personally as well, too. Um, Just another buffer. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, (laughs) Oh, wow. There's, okay, there's two more. You want to do two more? It's getting to be a longer episode. We don't normally do, a, I don't think, one this long. Well, we can. Let's we'll do just it. do them real quick. Let's let's do it. We're already on this. Yeah. So this one. Two okay. pages. Yeah. 
Okay. Hey, y'all, what about fears and anxiety, though? (laughs) Um, Hey, y'all, first, thank you so much for being honest in your podcast. While it is super sexy to listen to the sexy shenanigans (laughs) other podcasts can get into, you won't believe how refreshing it is to hear a couple sound more real about how shit goes down when figuring out the lifestyle. Well, thank you. That means a lot. Yeah, well, shit has gone up and down. It has. Quite a few times. (laughs) So, yeah, you're, you're... Again, this this person's right. You're literally watching our journey. Like, this is not scripted. Like, yeah, it's anything. not. It never is. And we're learning all this for the first time, too. So. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I shed sometimes I just pulled a like giant, a cat. I just pulled a giant <laughs> piece of hair out from between her fingers where she's holding the phone. Yes. In case you wonder why she thanked me. <laughs> I know it's random, but go ahead. Um, I also appreciate that you do listen, uh, listener emails because it is so hard to find people to talk to openly about the more difficult sides of this adventure. We have a couple that we really like and have become friends. I love fantasizing with my husband over our morning coffee about our upcoming play dates or him sexting with the other woman. They are so hot together and I love seeing him excited by her naughtiness. She is more submissive than me, and it turns me on seeing him fulfill those fantasies. Um, But then there are times when a switch goes off and I start to feel anxious and my mind starts running through all the fears of him not wanting me as much or insecurity about my looks or body. She is a super hottie by most people's standards, and I'm, let's see. I'm the duff, designated ugly fat friend, but I do have a baller personality, LOL. Well, here's, I'm going to stop right there real quick. I'm going to say, you say, you know, she's a perfect 10. She's a super hottie, super hottie by most standards. Um, I wouldn't refer to yourself as a duff, designated ugly fat friend. Yeah. Uh, One thing we've won, that's just not very nice to yourself, and it's not... Probably not as realistic as you think it is because we're all our own worst enemies. Yes. But in the lifestyle, if there's nothing else we've learned, it's that everyone likes all kinds of different body types. Yeah. Some people like the skinny supermodel type. Others like, you know, women with more on them. And uh, it all just depends on, you know, who you're with and what their preference is. So, um, I, I mean, there's somebody for it. There's people, not somebody, there's pe- literally people for Every body type in the lifestyle. Yeah. So don't be so hard on yourself. Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah, definitely. I would say be kinder to yourself for sure. Um, my husband is amazing and supportive. We have a strong, solid marriage of 21 years, and I hate to see him feel bad because I can't get out of my head. Um, he gets confused when I flip the switch, but he is caring and loves me through my silence. Um, I just can't find the ability to tell him I feel bad about myself and that I compare myself to her. I think I would re- would really hurt him that I have kept these feelings to myself and he will feel guilty for all the good times he had had with this couple. As couples and individuals, we get along fabulous. There's respect, boundaries, attraction, and a real friendship, but sometimes I just start to feel like shit. So my question is, do you struggle with anxieties and fears alongside the excitement? Does it go away with time or how do you manage it? Thank you for any help and all the best in the new town. I'm sure y'all will be converting the masses in no time. Ha ha ha. (laughs) That's funny. 
Okay, so I the think question this, is, do you... I think this is a big question for you. Yeah. Because this is stuff you've dealt with and not really me. Mm-hmm. Do you struggle with anxieties and fears alongside the excitement? Absolutely. Um, I still feel like there's times it creeps up, like I'll be really great. And then, and, and I'm way better than I ever have nine months ago today. Like God, like way better, but I still feel there's times where I, I'll get in my head and it's, it's just me getting in my head and letting fears take over. Yeah. Don't believe everything you think. No. I don't know who said it, but that's a damn good quote. Don't believe everything you think, because we all have these imagined worst case scenarios, most of which probably never actually end up happening. Mm -hmm. But we think on them, and then we start feeling emotions based on them. Then our body physiologically literally reacts in such a way as if that thing is actually happening to us. When you might just be sitting on the couch or driving down the road and it's not happening, but your body and your mind is responding as if it literally is taking place. And that is not healthy for you. Yeah. So I definitely have those times still that, you know, anxiety or fear takes over or um, like I'm trying to think of something real quick, Um, like just even even just meeting new couples like i'll get nervous just meeting new couples whether we play with them or not i'm like oh my god we're meeting a new couple like john's over there like i'm so excited and i'm like i'm excited but i'm really nervous too (laughs) well don't don't go into meeting new people with this idea that you're gonna have to play with them like just meet them because hey we're making new friends in the area yeah like and that's all there is to it like there's, it never starts with anything more than that. Mm-hmm. So don't put any extra pressure on you because you're both in the lifestyle that oh, we're going to meet them and then I have to do something like, no, you don't. But I know that was part of your getting in your head, meeting new people. Sometimes you're like, well, are we going to like, you just start thinking, how's it going to work? Or how are we going to, or what if we do? Or it's like, stop, like, let's just get to know. Them. Yeah. <laughs> and like the rest happens on its own if it does. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think, um, let's see, I can't find the ability to tell him I feel bad about myself and okay, compare that. myself to her. She doesn't want him to feel bad if she tells him how she feels. <sighs> so should she tell him or what do you think? I think you don't hide anything from your spouse, including how you feel. Even if you don't know why you feel the way you feel, if you're still trying to figure it out, I would still be like, you know, like, I don't know why, like, I'm feeling this way right now, um, but I'm feeling this way and I don't really know why, but I just want to be honest with you that I'm feeling this way. And I, I don't know. I think just being honest with him. I don't think hiding it's a good, a good tactic. I don't think. Well, she already said he's loving and supportive, which is a huge plus. Yes. So he's already open to hearing you. Um, you might just, you know, sit down with them sometime and say, Hey, you know, I really love it when we play with so-and-so that couple, but to be totally honest, sometimes I get inside my head and I start to feel insecure or whatever, uh, when we are not all the time, but sometimes I just wanted to let you know that because I really enjoy playing with them, but also I had this going through my head and I don't think it's healthy for me to keep it into myself. 
and if he's already honest and supportive uh, with you and caring and supportive, I don't think that would make him feel bad. It would depend on the person, but I, I, I think he could more be your ally to help you think and talk through those things. Um, you know, because it doesn't sound like you're pointing it at him as like, it's your fault. I feel this way. Like, I don't feel that at all. Not from what we're reading, but he could actually be more of your ally. So again, my, my, what I would say is, Hey, I know we love playing with that couple and you know, I'm sure we'll continue to, but sometimes when we do, I get inside my head and I feel this way. I, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. I don't know if I'm just, you know, making things up in my head. Um, but I just want to let you know that because I want us to be honest with each other and to stay that way so we can both, you know, continue to have a successful relationship and get to know each other better and ourselves. You know, something like that. I don't think I would feel bad. I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be in a relationship with any human being in the lifestyle and not expect them to have some hangups along the way. Yeah, it's so true. And because she's saying, that like, I guess that him and that lady sex each other. But so, she said she's OK with that. She likes it. She likes the fact that he gets off with that. Like, so that's a thing she enjoys. She likes seeing him like get excited by that. So that is something she enjoys. But then enjoys. there are times then the switch goes off and I start feeling anxious and my mind starts running. Well, maybe just tell him that. Mm-hmm. Tell him what you're telling us. I'm just, I, I can't speak for every man. But if, if if he was me, if I was your guy, I'd be happy to know that you're sharing this with me so I can do what I can do to get rid of those fears and anxiety to help you so we can enjoy the lifestyle more together. And not to know that you're not just suffering silently, because uh, you know that that would be worse to find out. Well, I'd be yeah. glad you're telling me. Well, yeah, because I mean we're and see one thing that and this is just us, like because everybody has their kinks and their likes or whatever. But for us, it's kind of like we'll group text with people, but I don't text a guy by him by himself. I don't, and he doesn't text a girl. Like that's just our thing because that's because. We do all this together. We do it all together. And and I don't really, like, I don't even have some of the friends that we talk to. I don't have their boyfriend or their husband's number in my phone. Like, I just, because for me, it's kind of like, well, I, I don't really, I don't want there to be any way I guess I'm I'm to I'm so far the other way of like I want to protect what we have so much that I don't even want to have a guy's name in my phone but that's just us though yeah but that's for us that's what I just don't even have a guy's number in my phone yeah and some some people you know they're into like hot wifing yeah so like hey she'll go out and play with another guy come back and tell him about it and they play and separately. They get off and together. Then, yeah, and like yeah, and like that's that's what they're into. So So I know everybody it, has their own thing, but like yeah. I think just being open and honest with him is the best thing that you can do. So that he knows. Like, hey, I don't know why I have these times where I where it switches and I'm uh, not okay. I know for me personally, sometimes I'll I'll get in my head and and sometimes it's because I'm wanting John to be more dominant and it's been a week since he's been more dominant with me. I know like for me, like once a week, I like the rough stuff. Well, because in the reason she says that is because when she is controlled and dominated, she feels cared about and loved. Yes. Which was a 
hard, long fucking thing to finally <laughs> discover. Yes. But in a blowout fucking argument mm-hmm. while drinking vodka, um, I I yelled at her one day and I said, I, I was just, I was so far off the deep end arguing. <laughs> I was just saying the worst fucking shit I could think of. And then she sat there quietly on the steps and goes, responded by saying, you know, this is going to sound crazy, but that really turned me on. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? It did. <laughs> I was so wet. <laughs> and it was fuck, problem solved. And I'm like, that's what you, like, why didn't you just say, like, be mean to me. Tell me what the fuck to do. Not mean, but. <laughs> but just dominate over me. Yeah. But. Tell me what to do. Maybe who you, I'm going to fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, you, you didn't Because that was kind of what it was. You're like, I'm going to, you're going to fuck this person so I can fuck the girl. And you're going to fuck this guy so I can fuck this guy. And, and I, I was like, okay. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm in real life. I'm not no, that kind of guy. Not at all. I, I've been more the. I was born a bad boy, but became a choir boy because I was taught I was supposed to be. Yep. And the choir boy is what was destroying our marriage. So I went back to being the bad boy for the first time in my adult life, and we've never been better. Yeah. So they, you know, obviously, this is all consensual and yeah, absolutely, but. But yeah, we had to find what works for us and what is the what's the issues. And so for me, I found one of the times that when we'd fight and stuff, it's because I'm it's it's been a week and I need my time where he's more dominant over me. <laughs> Sometimes she just needs to have her fucking hair pulled and my ass slapped real hard. Ass slapped and multiple bent o- times <laughs> bent over hard and tied up and <laughs> t- no, just kidding. tasered. Just kidding. No. <laughs> hey, we're not into electric play yet. Uh, we haven't tried it. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to be blindfolded, gagged, tied up, and fucked really rough. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. I mean, <laughs> so I just say all that to say, like, I get it being in your head um, because. And do I still have times where anxieties or fears creep up? Yeah, I think. I think it's a growing process, and I'm way better today than I was nine months ago. But so, if, if we never talked about any of that, yeah, we wouldn't be here. Yeah. Yeah. You're and, stunting your own growth by not talking about it. And yeah. if it does hurt his feelings, look, he's human. He's a man. He'll get over no, it, and at least he not knows how sound, you feel. Yeah, not to sound harsh, but we get over shit. But also, he, I would imagine, and again, I don't know this guy. But most guys I know, especially if he's supportive of you in the lifestyle, yeah, it's not going to be as bad as you think. Probably, yeah. yeah. It's pro. It's always worse in your head. Oh yeah, almost Wait. always. Oh my gosh, for me, almost like ninety nine percent of the time, it's always worse in my head. So, was there another question in here? Um, no, that was all. Okay. Well, we hope that was helpful, and we have one more very short email, and then we're going to wrap it up. Yeah. Um. I recently started listening to your podcast and find it interesting. I've been in a swingers club, had multiples of different arrangements, and I'm a bisexual woman. My boyfriend has been in a lifestyle and loves multiple women and transsexuals. Um, The difference between us is I have only played with people um, and not emotionally connected to while he has. Also, he doesn't want to be with other men. I'm nervous about how I will feel because I do love him and watching him have sex with others might bother me as well as I think it's unfair that I can't have intercourse with another man. I think it should be equal, especially if he gets to have sex with 
with a trans. So he can do whatever, but I'm limited to what he desires. Any feedback would be appreciated. Uh, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Um, in other words, I get to do what I want, but you can't do what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's not fair at all. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it probably comes from a place of fear somewhere in him, probably. But if he gets to do what he wants, why shouldn't you get to do what you want? Yeah. that that's That's a fucking no. Now, when we've came up with that, you know, at the beginning of the lifestyle for the first several months, I was playing. And then when he, John would go to do stuff, it was always a fight afterwards. But it was always because whatever the fear was or getting out of my head and all that shit. So I don't know if this per, if your husband has stuff that he's has to overcome first. I don't know to work through like I did. I don't know. Well, next time he says, and you know, you don't have to do this, but. How would it be if next time he says, I want to play with a woman or trans. I'm going to go do this. And he says, you can't play with anyone else. You just say, okay, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go play with another guy and you do what you want. Well, he would probably oppose you, right? And you go, well, wait a minute. You're getting to do what you want. Why, why, why are your desires in the lifestyle priority over mine? Yeah. Why, why are yours more important than mine? Why do you get to enjoy and explore yourself in the lifestyle, but I don't get the same thing? Um, and I'm going to tell you this right now. In life, we get what we fucking tolerate. If you fucking tolerate it, you're going to keep getting this from this guy. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it's easy, but again, we get what we tolerate. So stop fucking tolerating it. And uh, you might have some fights over it. You might have some issues, but... End of the day, my question is, why is it, why, why is he priority over you? Yeah. Why is it okay for him to do all the things, but it's not okay for you? Yeah. And if there's fears, talk, try to discover those things yeah, so that you can talk those. through them with him. So you can, you know, amicably and peacefully work through it. But yeah. if he gets to enjoy himself, you should get to enjoy yourself too. You do get to enjoy yourself unless, unless you don't enforce it, unless you keep, you know, tolerating this, but, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole, I get to enjoy my thing, but you don't get to enjoy yours. Like, no, that's bullshit. Yeah, I agree. Double standard, complete bullshit. So I would say if it's in a case like we were, where I was just, just had to overcome shit, I would just like, you guys need to have that conversation. Hey, is there something that you're like trying to work through? Like, what is the deal? Like, why, why do you have a fear or something that's like, are you thinking I'm going to leave you for another guy because I play with a different guy? Like, what is it? Like, you need to find out what is it that he's afraid of. Well, he's not just playing with other women, like most people we meet. He's playing with, with women and trans. Yeah. So, like, he's playing with two different types of people. You're only asking to play with with, with one other type, like another guy. Yeah. So, yeah, double standards, like, yeah, that that's a no for me. Yeah. And talk it out, be respectful. But end of the day, like this is something I don't fucking budge on. Mm-hmm. Which is one one reason it was a pretty rough for us. Uh because that I was the person being told like that you know that June June was exploring herself, but she had fears and things that made it difficult for me to enjoy myself. Yeah. But like uh this is my this is a zero tolerance, like I told her before, I'm nobody's bitch. Like, if you're going to play, I'm going to fucking play. You're going to explore yourself and develop and 
and you know, in the lifestyle, I'm going to also. Yep. Like there's none of this you get to play and have fun and explore yourself and I don't. Fuck that. Zero, none, not happening. Yep. Like it's a brick fucking wall and you're not getting through it. Like it's a hard line. Like we you're going to accept this about me or shit's about to change. You know, we're going to talk about this and deal with it or shit is going to change dramatically and probably pretty quick because I'm not going to have you enjoying yourself and I just have to sit here in, in the fucking corner and yeah. not enjoy myself. Yep. But that's what it sounds like he's doing to you. Um, mm-hmm. It's probably coming from a place of fear of some sort. If he'll be transparent and honest with you, if you have that kind of relationship, which I hope you do, not everyone does, you can probably get through this pretty easy with him just through talking over a period of time mm-hmm. and working through it. If he's still, I mean, if, if he's one of these, one of the one of the only true toxic masculinity guys, not the bullshit you hear on the news about how all guys are assholes and toxic. I mean, a real asshole. Yeah. Like a real double standard, narcissistic fucking piece of shit. Like those guys are out there. If he's one of those, uh, yeah, he's probably not changing. And uh, you're probably stuck this way as long as you're going to be with him or else he's going to have to face the facts that you're going to go do what you want anyway because he gets to. So why shouldn't you? We don't know what kind of guy he is, so I'm not saying he's one or the other. But um, yeah, yeah, we have we have a belief now. Um, I think we both always believe that. Yeah, I think it was just harder for you to like see me explore with other people because I think it was was it just shocking to you? Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, and just a little disturbing only because it's it's something new, it was so and, new and so and, deep. And I'm and so like sacred. We were taught well that, and because when you're with your person, you don't see what it looks like when they're enjoying you. So oh, when yeah, I was seeing, because I'm always the person. So for me, it's like, well, shit. Is he look? Is he enjoying that girl more than he is me? Because I've never seen him like look, you know what I mean? Because when it's you're in the moment with your person, like you don't see like how they look and things like that. So like for me, it was kind of I think it was almost hurtful to see, but only because I was thinking, oh my god, is he enjoying this person more? Because I it was brand new to see him with anybody that wasn't me. Yeah, and the truth. Truthfully, like with me, I don't enjoy anybody more than you. Yeah. It's just, it's sexual enjoyment. It's mm-hmm. not more or less. There's not a scoring system. There's not a, a grading system. There's not a hierarchy of pleasure. Um, it's just fun. Um, for me, variety is the spice of life. I like having different experiences. One, like all my experiences in lifestyle with women, I don't think one's better than the other. They're all just different, mm-hmm. which is like icing on the cake. It doesn't replace us. It's just, um, it's just an addition to that's fun, and we could live with or without it. Um, but yeah, it's it's yeah. Nobody's better than you. It's like everyone's just different. You know, everyone's got their own body and smell and feel and mm-hmm. you know the way they are. And I don't. I to me at least, in my experience, nobody's better than anybody. They're all just different. Yeah. And as a guy, I just like having fun. Like I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> like I'm I'm just here for the pleasure. There, that we should make a T-shirt that says that. <laughs> Add it to my swinger T-shirts. Yeah, you know, already I have married with benefits, and then I have the one that says I'm just here to I'm here to fuck someone's wife, and you have one too. Yes, I do. Because we often fuck wives together. Yep. 
Um, but yeah, I'm just here for the pleasure. Like, I don't think about anything. I just, I'm here to have fun and feel pleasure. And when we're done, we're done. Maybe it's because I'm a guy and I'm such a, like a, a rational, logical, to the point thinker. It might just be the way I think. Cause like, I just don't give a fuck. I'm here to have fun. Like there's no <laughs> drama involved. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I've never wanted to play apart from you. Yeah. But the only times I've ever said, you know what? It'd be fucking great. We were, were times when you were bringing up so much drama yeah, after you had fun. Then like, well, I tried to have fun and there was so much drama about me having fun where I'm like, you know, it'd be great without you there only because I wouldn't get bitched at. <laughs> But it's not that I don't want you there. Yeah. It's that I don't want to get bitched at for being there and enjoying myself because I don't bitch at you when you enjoy yourself. Yeah. So, but it was one of those things that we worked through. Yeah. But I, I hope that helps. Um, Gosh, yeah, I hope so. But yeah. With the with this guy, I think you said it was her husband. Boyfriend. Her boyfriend. Yeah. If he gets to play with other people, so you. Yeah. Um, And if he has a problem with that, you might need to find yourself a new boyfriend. Yep. Um. I don't believe we should not be who we are yeah. because somebody else isn't okay with it. Because mm-hmm. that hurts you in the long run uh, in ways – with implications and baggage in ways that you might not even notice or see right now or for years to come. And, uh, yeah, take care of yourself. Um, he's putting his priorities first and his his kinks and desires first. Why shouldn't you be able to? Yep. Yeah. Exactly. I, that's a hard line for me. I would not negotiate on that, but that's just me. Yep. So – this has been a longer episode than usual, it but we has. had a good number of emails. Yeah. If you want to have your question possibly featured, just send us an email. It will be read anonymously again, just like today. Send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com, newswingerspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to see how hot June is <laughs> and her pierced 32 double to triple D boobies and nipples, <laughs> even out in the woods. On the four-wheeler today, naked and topless. Go check out her OnlyFans. It's the first link in the show notes. It's also on the website, newswingerspodcast.com. And, uh, yeah, we've enjoyed doing this Q&A for yeah. you. And, it's uh, been good. It's been lots, the- of, lots of great questions. Thank you guys for writing us. And, 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 and what an honor it is to be able to try to answer your questions, you know, as best as we can. Because... Like I said, we're just documenting our journey and and what we've learned along the way, and yep. and and uh, we love we love all of you guys, and and uh, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, send us an email or uh, connect with us. Whatever, go have fun, go swing. Thanks for listening to the New Swingers podcast. Do you have a question about the swinger lifestyle or an issue you're struggling with? Send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com newswingerspodcast at gmail.com and there's a good chance we may anonymously feature and discuss your questions so it can be helpful for you as well as other listeners just send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com